Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special Sunday episode of Uncensored News. I'm your host, The Educated Patriot. Before we get into this, let me do a little bit of house cleaning. First off, I would like to thank one of our sponsors of Uncensored News, uh, Mr. Uh, William M. William, I received your uh, voice message this morning and it just gave me a boost of energy and confidence and let me know that we are doing the right stuff here on this podcast. I really do, really appreciate that. Um, I say it all the time, you know, to all of the listeners, you know, uh, let us know what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong and what we can do better. That's the only way that the show can grow. You know, I have my own ideas, and just like anybody else, I have my flaws and issues too. But I think the course that we're heading up on is the right course and definitely for the podcast that I want to put out. And that is solidified by listeners and supporter uh, like um, William M. William, that that was some ah, that was motivation. I'm telling you, I woke up this morning so goddamn motivated because of your words of encouragement. Uh, Also, William has turned me over to a more conservative-based, God-fearing, American-loving, Trump-supporting, make America great again, America first type of Twitter. You know, just like we had Parler at one point, but Parler went down. I don't know what the fuck happened to Parler. That 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 really hurt um, the listenership of this podcast. Um, but William turned me over to another site. And if you want to open up an account... And be free to express yourself without any censorship like these fucking communist ass goddamn Twitter, Facebook, all that bullshit. Uh, The site is Getter. That's G-E-T-T-R dot com. Again, that's G-E-T-T-R dot com. Um, I'm over there. uh, Uncensored News. Um, You can find me at the handle capital T, lowercase H-E, capital E, lowercase D, capital P-A-T. That's the Ed Pat. Uh, so if you want to follow us up over there, uh, see different stuff that I'm going to be posting up because I'm not going to be posting up on Twitter anymore. I'm probably actually close out the Twitter account because it's bullshit. Um, follow us up over there. You get daily updates. Uh, I'll be posting different websites that are out there, different articles and stuff that I am reading that I think important or, you know, things that I will utilize on um, the podcast. So, again, thank you to William M., a sponsor, a patriot of, uh, you know, of Uncensored News. We really appreciate that. That 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 goes a long way. That really does. So speaking of that, you see how we did an episode Saturday morning and now I'm doing one on Sunday. From this point on, I will not be posting any of these type of episodes on Anchor. That way it's distributed out to you all on Apple or Spotify or whatever you want. Not doing that anymore. What I have decided after having a small meeting is I created a Patreon. I created a Patreon account. And that's where I'm going to post uh, these kind of exclusive VIP, behind the scenes, bridging type of uh, episodes. Anytime there's a, a breaking news story that doesn't correlate with our Wednesday broadcast, because Wednesday is going to be the time that I publish a uh, podcast. It'll be late Wednesday going into Thursday because what I want to do is get all of the best information I can possible in the news because we know typically on the weekend there's really not any news. So to bridge everything and summarize from the previous Wednesday, I want to give that much time. So it'll be a Wednesday to Wednesday type of deal, but it'll probably post up on Thursday early morning. Uh, And it may get pushed back to actual Wednesday late into Wednesday depending on my schedule, but most likely it'll be published on that Thursday, but it'll been started on that Wednesday, late Wednesday night. So again, if you want exclusive episodes like the one you're getting now, and if you have been following Uncensored News from the beginning to now and haven't skipped an episode, you see how it's like a wave. Every episode connects 
in a way. There's something I'm hitting on or challenging you that I may have uh, already said in a previous episode. And I really need you all to sponsor. So to my international listeners, this is great news to you all who have been reaching out to me, you know, trying to see how can you sponsor because mm-hmm. Anchor doesn't allow anybody outside the U.S. to sponsor uh, these episodes. So now is a great opportunity for you to sponsor these episodes. So with Anchor, you give 99 cents, 4.99, 9.99 a month. However, on Patreon, ladies and gentlemen, hey, you give me as much as you want. Anything and everything will be appreciated. There is no no denomination of funding up on there. I'm sure they probably start off with a dollar plus, but there is no limit. You're free to give whatever your heart desires. Whatever you think that this podcast, this station that I'm worth, go ahead and put it down. Now, we're going to be creating some merchandise too. Patreon allows that to happen. And that, that I think is a very good idea. I have ideas of uh, different type of merchandise that I want to do from mugs to uh, t-shirts to actual um, hoodies and things like that. But their policy is as follows. In order for a Patreon sponsor to receive merchandise, he or she has to have been giving to that podcast for three plus months consecutively. That means that you are continuing to sponsor the channel three plus months without missing the beat. They have to see that you are committed before they allow you to purchase any merchandise that I create. The reason why I don't have merchandise up right now is because we don't have that sponsorship or those numbers, I think, that will cross over to Patreon just right now in order to do that. If I was to create merchandise now, that would be charged to me in my card as we speak. So the way that it happens in Patreon, and it's a smart idea with their policy, the money that I receive from my Patreon supporters builds up. That money builds up. So when that three month plus hit and after I produce merchandise and you can purchase said merchandise. It is taken from the funds that the, the sponsors has built up. So if I have 100 sponsors and they give in, you know, 10, 20, 30 dollars every single month, that's going to be a hefty amount of money that's built up towards that merchandise. And then they will deduct from the merchandise, I mean, from the, the pot that the sponsors have created. And they will take 3% from that, from the final sales or whatnot, too. So it's, it's a great idea. It's a great opportunity. So if you're ever listening to a uh, episode of Uncensored News and you're like, what the fuck? I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm missing something. Something's missing. You are. You're missing one. You're missing episodes. They're on Patreon. So for everybody who who wants that red carpet rolled down and the flashing lights and pulling up in the Lamborghini and the, the, the Maybachs and everything else, this is your opportunity. This is your opportunity to get exclusive. Exclusive stuff. Just like this. This here podcast and the one from Saturday, they would have been on Patreon if I had a Patreon already created. Patreon is not going to have that... Uh, intro music no nothing that's just going to be a recording straight up recording and that's it won't have all of the flair but it's going to have the meat that that you all continue to love and that's why you're listening to uncensored news podcasts so again we got a patreon the show can be found under uncensored news you will see the logo you will see all that good stuff i suggest right now while you're listening to me, take your phone with you to your laptop or, you know, minimize this. Get on Patreon. Become a member. We're going to have two different type of tiers uh, uh, produced on there. You know, they give like a a second class and then the first class. You know, if you somebody who ride a plane only, hey, I, I, I'm only in, in first class. You're going to be that top class. But it's going to have to be a minimum amount of money that that person gives and sponsorship and the same thing if you want to ride in business class that's going to be a certain amount 
and then you're going to have coach. Ain't nothing wrong with coach. Shit, I, I fly coach all the time. I mean, I've been in business class. It is, I ain't going to lie. It is nice. But majority of the time I ever flew, it was in coach. Ain't nothing wrong with coach. You know what I mean? But the opportunity is there now, ladies and gentlemen. So with our Patreon account, it's listed on the Uncensored News. If you want to go over there right now and, and, and get started, I mean, I got to make the adjustments to the different tiers, of course. And then, like I said, when the merchandise is out there, if you have been given, you can purchase this where everybody else in the other tiers can't purchase this. You know, where down in Coach, they may just be able to get a, a pen or a pencil or something like that with Uncensored News. And then my top class can get the pen and they can get the mugs and stuff like that. And then my, my top class, you know, they can get the hoodie, the, the polos, the t-shirts, the mugs, the pens. They can get every fucking thing. So... I'm giving you heads up now. I will suggest there's like a bug or something that is irritating the shit out of me flying around here. Uh, that's what happens when you do live broadcasts. But uh, like I said, go on the Patreon. And then if you want to follow us on Gitter, G-E-T-T-R dot com. We're under the handle The Ed Pat. T-H-E-E-D-P-A-T. And like again, a special... Shout out to uh, Mr. William M. True Patreon. Uh, Patreon. I'm, al- I'm already giving. Hey, William. I already see your future. You're going to be on the Patreon too. I appreciate it. I'm giving you advance notice. Thank you for sponsoring us on Patreon, William. But uh, to a true uh, patriot and listener and supporter of uh, Uncensored News. Thank you, William, uh, for that link uh, to get her. I actually created that account right after I heard uh, your voice message. So let's get into why I'm doing this episode. If you don't know, just like most of us didn't know, and I had to do my research and watch the video multiple times and do a quick research, Joe Biden gave a speech today at the White House. So apparently he's back from his vacation. Oh, how nice. How nice it is. And in this speech, he covered what was going on with that tropical storm depression that's on the East Coast right now. And then what's going on in Afghanistan. But we know that pedophile Joe always fucks up and he spills shit that he probably shouldn't say. And then he talks about stuff that he shouldn't say. What am I talking about? Let's get into the speech. So at the beginning of the speech, Joe Biden was talking about uh, what FEMA is doing, staging equipment, uh, that they're there to support the people, let them know, you know, that that the government is there for them to help them with this recovery and he said fema and other states and canada are there to help them recover i said canada that's right that big ass fucking place north of north america of the united states where justin Trudeau made a phone call the fucking substitute president hillary clinton If you don't know what that's about, you missed the episode on Saturday. You might want to go listen to that before you continue this one. I'm telling that right now. That was a good fucking episode. But um, he said Canada. So I'm lost, Joe, because you've closed the borders to Mexico and Canada, even though they're still fucking getting into the southern border because you don't have an immigration policy and Kamala Harris is not fucking leading that effort and she's over in fucking Vietnam as we speak. Kind of ironic, the downfall of Saigon, hmm, the downfall of Afghanistan at the same time, but whatever. So with these borders being closed, how can contractors or electricians or power line, you know, workers or whoever get over here to help with the efforts? Because Canada themselves still has a border closer with the United States too. So are you telling me there's a Canadian variant of COVID-19 slash Delta and there's an American version of COVID-19 slash Delta? But the two never mix because we have a closed border. So if the border is closed, how are they going to get over? Oh, you're going to make an exemption for them? So they're going to come over in masses, bring in their Canadian COVID-19 Delta variant to mix with our American COVID-19 variant. So we're going to have a COVID-19 American-Canadian variant next. So this one will probably be, you know, fucking 
COVID Zulu at this point, right? Get the fuck out of here. You said Canada. I did research to try to see if if there was any news reports, anything on the web at the point that I did my research that stated that Canada was going to be helping with with the natural disaster that's going on on the East Coast. I couldn't find shit. The only thing I kept finding was that the borders are closed. So I think you fucked up there. I don't think Canada is in any position to be helping us out. I think with all the states and all the resources we have here and the talent, because Americans should be helping Americans, not Canadians coming down to help Americans. There are plenty of states, you dumb fuck, that are right around that area that are capable of assisting those states in a recovery effort. I didn't see no recovery effort you know, here in Texas with Harvey or Rita, I didn't see any recovery effort, you know, from any foreign entities in Louisiana or anything in Florida or anything that's going on right now in California. Where's Canada at, Joe? You stupid fucking simpleton. America has it its own natural disaster that America deals with. We are capable of dealing with our natural disasters. We're not Haiti. I'm not making fun of the Haitian people or anything. It doesn't make sense to me to have them to be the poorest country in this fucking hemisphere, not helped by all of these countries or whatnot. Why is it? Because they're fucking black? Because they're ran by a black government and they're black owned? And if you do your research on Haiti, United States and other countries have tried to fucking invade fucking Haiti, but always were beat back? Do your research. I challenge you to challenge me upon that. I know my fucking history. You ain't going to hit me on fucking history. I'm telling you, that's the fucking history. So you're pissed because you can't get into Haiti that now all these hundred years later, we're still punishing them. But getting back to the point of Haiti, Haiti had a fucking great earthquake that happened recently within the last two weeks. That country is in crumble. From that great big hurricane long time ago, when Bush was in office and Haiti had that fucking earthquake that devastated and leveled their presidential palace, it still has not been fixed. And this earthquake did not fucking help at all. Them people literally are live, living in fucking rubble. It looks like, you know, Iraq or Afghanistan during the midst of or the height during the fucking war. It looks bad, ladies and gentlemen. We're not them. That's the point. We can help our own citizens and we have been doing it for a very fucking long time. Why do you think FEMA is there? Federal Emergency Management Agency. Hmm. I think the acronyms and what I just said defines what it is that they do. We know that FEMA fucked up during Katrina. Oh yeah, they definitely did. But since then... I would give them a little bit of credit. They have been getting better. They're not at their best, but they are definitely better than what they were doing Katrina. Because see, Joe, one thing you don't understand, their after-action reports and meetings. What did we do right? What did we did, uh, do wrong? And what can we do better? FEMA has made an adjustment. Canada, my Canadian listeners, I'm not dissing your country by any means. That I am not doing. All I'm simply saying is that this man has thrown you all under the bus. So when this recovery effort happens and there's any gaps or it doesn't happen as fast as possible, Joe Biden basically says we could blame you because y'all didn't show up to the table. We know that y'all shouldn't show up to the table. We know that y'all wouldn't even actually come to the table. America has... A lot of entities, National Guard and, and, and fucking, you know, different private and, and, and foundations and things, charities that can fucking help out the Red Cross. I mean, what the fuck, dude? What the fuck is wrong with you? Canada? Canada didn't say they're fucking helping us. You didn't ask Canada for fucking help. The borders are closed. Joe, you're losing your mind. Now, he continue on to talk about seeking shelter. I'm going to tell you what he meant to say, and I'm going to tell you what he said, because he was on the topic of seeking shelter. When he said seeking shelter, he meant seeking shelter for any 
uh, surges of water, power outages, any damages that you may occur or anything to seek shelter. If you think that, you know, you're in a vulnerable house or anything like that, you may want to go to the school or any of the other places that the states and the cities have set up that are more sound. You know, they're not going to receive that damage. Maybe a school gymnasium versus your home that's made out of wood or something. I don't know. But if your structure is not sound or something does happen and you need to seek shelter, there are shelters out there and you should go to those shelters. But instead of, of, of talking like I just said and paraphrasing that, he said, seek shelter. Then he quickly went into the Delta variant. That's right. Delta variant. He started talking about COVID-19 and telling people that they should get the shot. Get the shot. Do the responsible thing before you go to the shelters and spread COVID-19. What the fuck are you talking about? So in the midst of this natural disaster that is going on, the last thing on anybody's mind is fucking COVID-19 in those areas. You think those people who are dealing with the fires and those firefighters hard at work in those aircraft pilots hard at work trying to contain that fire in California or what is going on on the East Coast are bothered about fucking COVID-19. That fire is real. That shit will send your goddamn skin and kill you on the fucking spot. Being up there on the East Coast, the house can collapse upon you. The water can flood in and you can fucking drown. Everything you have is fucking gone. Destroyed by Mother Nature. And you think that the top priority on their minds going through that right now is fucking COVID-19. That's like someone breaking into your house. And instead of you calling 911 or utilizing your Second Amendment rights. And I always tell you, police are not proactive. They're reactive in that sense. There's not a police officer guarding everybody's house 24-7. So if someone's trying to break in your house, you can call 911, but it's going to take them some time to get there. If someone really wants to get into your house and they get into your house, how do you defend yourself? You scream, you you throw a weight at them, a, a cup, the sheets, or yell, don't hurt me. I'm a Second Amendment fucking enthusiast. I'm really pro Second Amendment. You need to have a weapon. If you're going to have a weapon, you need to train with that weapon. You need to understand that that weapon can kill. Thus, be a responsible Second Amendment holder. Making sure that children or somebody who's mentally unstable cannot get to that weapon by having a gun safe. Having some type of safe or having a weapon hidden away that nobody else can ever fucking find it. But getting back to this topic, you think that somebody whose home is getting broken into is worried about fucking that intruder having COVID-19 or the Delta variant. That's their top priority. You think they're going to shout to them, do you got COVID-19? And they're going to shout back, no. I've already received both vaccines. And you're going to say, oh, okay, well, continue on. Oh, that's right. I got to call 911 too because you're not supposed to be in here. Their top priority is their fucking safety. They don't give a fuck about COVID-19. The person breaking in doesn't give a fuck about if that family is quarantined because COVID-19. Get the fuck off of this COVID-19 bullshit. Stick to topic. And the topic is the tropical depression. Tropical storm in Afghanistan. So when you tell people about the Delta variant and getting shot, you're just trying to plug in bullshit. That's not the time and place to do it, you fucking asshole. So we move on to some of my other notes. Uh, Let's see. What else do we got to really go through? Some of this handwriting. I got bad handwriting, ladies and gentlemen. I can't even read half of the shit I fucking wrote. I was trying to. Write it down as he was trying to say it. Um, 
one big thing that is mind-boggling to me is the fact that news reports and Joe Biden and everybody is talking about everything that's just going on in Kabul. Ladies and gentlemen, there are 34 provinces. If you want to look at provinces as states, imagine that Washington, D.C. is where Kabul is at, their capital. But there are 34 other states in this made-up uh, country that I created. So we got 34 fucking states, and only one is being broadcast. But those who have taken over the whole entire country is in all of the states, running all of the states. All the states, for the most part, got an airport, so on and so forth. But the military institution, everybody, are basically centered and cobbled around where the embassies are at. What is going on in the other 33 fucking provinces of Afghanistan? Why isn't the news talking about that? The Taliban is in control of all 34. You're only concentrating on fucking one. I guarantee you this is the first time that most of you even thought about it or even heard anything. That's why you got a fucking sponsor on Censor News. I'm telling you right now. I'm giving you fucking facts. The media is only concentrating in Kabul. What the fuck is the Taliban doing in the other 33? The journalists are not going to go there because the Americans are fucking holding down the airport. So they know they have a route to get the fuck out of there. You can't say that in the other 33 places. That's why the media is focused there. But no one has brought up the question what is going on in the other 33. I can tell you and I can almost guarantee you that it's not fucking good. I, I can put money on that. But you, Joe, are trusting the Taliban again with American lives and their safety to allow them to leave Afghanistan peacefully and unharassed. America had a policy, and, and I guess it just went by the wayside when Biden got in office. We don't negotiate with fucking terrorists. I heard the speech that Donald Trump did uh, watching right, uh, right Side Broadcasting on YouTube yesterday. I think he was in Alabama. And Trump gave the way that you are supposed to evacuate a country, which is the common sense way. And the way that I knew when I worked at the embassy that these were the steps that were going to be taken. You get the civilian populace out of there. Meaning non-essential personnel. That's everybody's family members. And, you know, if you want to get interpreters out of there, that's the time to fucking get them out. After they are out, and in the meantime, you are destroying all of the classified material and stuff at the embassy mm -hmm. and about to get your evacuation out. Once all of that is done, then the embassy is evacuated. The uh, civilian personnel first, the government personnel, and also the Marines, because Marines guard the embassy. Uh, you know, I ain't dissing no other service, but Marines guard the fucking embassy. We we're the last one, the last feet to fucking touch the embassy fucking grounds. You seen it in Saigon and it fucking happens in Afghanistan, too, or supposed to happen. Then the military aspect, the, the fighting force that has been there for the last 20 years is the last ones to evacuate. That way you have gotten... The Americans out and you've gotten the um, the translators and their family members out safely. And if you do it like that, like Trump said. This wouldn't been anything. And then any gear left behind, like like Trump said, you bum the hell out of it. So as soon as that last soldier, that last Marine. That last airman, that last sailor, or whomever leaves, he would have sent military aircraft in there to fucking make those bases.
parking lots, thus destroying any and all equipment that may have been left behind. He doesn't want a single fucking pen, yet alone a rifle used against that civilian populace or an American uh, military member if for some reason we have to go back. That's the way you fucking do it. That's leadership at its best. Because Joe Biden goes on and says that he is is making, you know, all of this is a basic decision. This is not a basic decision, my friend. When you're dealing with lies on the line and all of the who, what, when, where, why, plans A through Z, the way that it should be done. This is not a basic decision. I've been in planning, ladies and gentlemen, my time in the military, and it is complicated. There are so moving, so many moving parts to this complex planning. You have to have answers to everything that you're doing and backup plans just in case that doesn't work out. So anybody who's listening to this, who's ever had a fire team or led a platoon or anything like that, you know, yes, this is the fucking mission goal. But you plan for anything and everything leading up to it and getting back from uh, from point A to B, from B back to A. You plan for it. And if you want to look up a fucked up planning situation and how things can go fucking wrong, even though it's a movie is based on a real story, go watch Black Hawk Down. Go watch it. And I'm not taking anything from those those soldiers. They were following orders. They were told that it was a simple fucking mission and it wasn't. A lot of lives were lost, both military and civilian, of the Somalis or whatnot. But that right there is a prime example of shit going wrong when you do not plan. They planned for a basic operation and it went wrong and there was no fucking planning if things went wrong. Go watch Black Hawk Down for y'all who who. No Black Hawk Down and, and, and was alive doing the, the real shit and have seen the movie. You know what I'm talking about. Anybody in the military, you know what I'm talking about. And maybe some people who were involved in those operations in Mogadishu, um, um, Somalia, are listening to this podcast. You know that things went to shit. At the end, those soldiers are literally running past a civilian populace that could have killed them. To a fucking stadium because vehicles and things could not get in there or aircraft to get them out. They had to run injured. Carrying their buddies. All their gear. Because shit hit the fan and there was no proper fucking planning on how to get them out. So saying that something is a basic decision when it's military or any type of operation of evacuating anybody, that is not the case. That is not the case. You know having a child is not easy fucking planning. You can sit there and say, okay, I think we got everything from the baby shower or whatnot, but I guarantee you there's always something you fucking forget. When you are dealing with toddlers or, or, or kids and you got all this stuff you got the minivan and everything you always forget something it's not easy planning if you are a surgeon and you're doing brain surgery and you've done a hundred brain surgeries you know everyone is different and they're always complex when you're dealing with the brain there is no basic fucking plan you have to pre- prepare for all of the alternatives that can fucking happen. So with this man standing up there saying that basically, you know, this is a basic plan. He's wrong on that. Then he talked about how he's the only one that can make the judgments. That he will make the judgments about what goes on over there. You're not the only one making the judgments. You, you forget that. At the end of the day, what you say goes. But the thing is, you utilize all of your assets, your secretaries, 
that you have or your different uh, departments, and especially in, in a situation like this, you're supposed to depend on your Joint Chiefs of Staffs and uh, your uh, Secretary of Defense. And since you got the situation going on with the embassy, your Secretary of uh, Department of State. These people are going to come to you, give you the facts of what they know. It is your job and it's not a simple judgment because anything the president says can have dire consequences. Any decision that we make can have dire consequences. So to say that it is simple and that you're the only one can do it, you're not the only one can do it. It's that you are charged in doing it. And what you've done so far has fucked up. There seems to be some type of disagreement between the White House and the Pentagon with the with the Secretary of um, Defense, Secretary of Defense Austin. There's something going on there because every time Joe does one of these speeches, they counter what he says and basically says it's worse than what he says. And if you think I'm lying, I challenge you. Go online and see that what they are saying is different from what he is saying. The number of evacuees they're saying, the military got is different from what he's saying. And speaking of all of this, the evacuation, the the stuff that we left on the ground, getting civilians out of there. He's talking about the processing centers. He's, he's saying that there are multiple countries or whatnot that they have processing centers of the Afghani um, interpreters and personnel. I'm going to talk to you about this for a second. Because I guarantee you, you probably haven't thought about this too. So you pick up Afghan citizens. You're going to take them to a processing center. Now, before I get into those details, why does every processing center have aircraft that are taking these people to the United States? As if we don't have our own problems here in the United States. Now we got legal immigrants coming in here. Now you're bringing Afghan citizens into this country. And there's already word that a lot of them are going to be dropped off here in Texas. Hmm. Okay, let me go into details about this. At these processing centers, you're supposed to be processing these individuals to make sure that they are clear, meaning that they don't have any ties to the Taliban. They're not fucking criminals before they come to the United States. Let me tell you something. When I was in and submitted my paperwork for my top secret clearance, it took almost a year, a little bit over a year. And some people out there, it even took longer. Depending on how many states they may have lived in and how extensive uh, their background uh, was. Maybe they you know, are are from another country and, you know, grew up in the United States, that's going to take even longer too. But my point is this, that it takes a while to do that. When mine was going through, I've only lived in Texas and was born in Texas. I only, at that point in time, lived in two different cities. And this is the United States in Texas It took over a year for my clearance to come back. How in the fuck are you going to process these people? In order to do that, you have to have points of contact back there. With mine, they talk to old friends, old businesses that I worked at, bosses. You fucking name it. They talk to everybody. So... Who are you going to talk to back in fucking Kabul and the rest of these province? The Taliban? Because they do FBI checks on you. Fingerprints, everything was done upon me, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to talk to what? The Taliban version of the FBI? You're going to talk to the Taliban version of their police? Because they do a background check in your police all the way to your juvenile records. 
if you have any. So what, are you contacting the fucking chief of police of the fucking Taliban? They're going to tell you successfully about these people? You're going to rely on their information? So basically, my point is, you can't do a background check upon these people. There's no point of contact back in Afghanistan anymore. There is none. The Taliban is the government. They're the functioning branch of that country. They are the sheriffs. They are the police chiefs. They are the fucking country's FBI. How can you thoroughly process these people? Ladies and gentlemen, without being processed and vetted properly, how much money you want to bet and put up on it that some of these people that are being quote unquote processed and that's going to wind up in this country have ties or are themselves Taliban fucking agents? How much money you want to put up on that? I bet you every fucking thing that I own and every cent I get today and to the fucking future. That we are going to see attacks in this fucking country because of this bullshit. They are not thoroughly vetting these people. It is virtually impossible if you have no point of contact on a government in a country that is at peace. What citizens are they talking to? You think American investigators are going to go back into Kabul themselves after everything is settled? And, oh, well, the Taliban just let me walk around. I'm going to go find out these people, you know, their old jobs. Oh, they worked at fucking Shell's gas station. Let me go talk to that boss. It doesn't work like that when a fucking terrorist group takes over a fucking country. You can't trust anything they fucking say. You can't trust them. But these people have been vetted and brought to America, our country. All these countries you say you have these centers to process them in. Why in the fuck are these people not staying in those countries? Why are those countries not standing up and taking those people? There's a lot of countries around fucking Afghanistan before you get to the United States on the globe. Why in the fuck are other countries not taking these goddamn people? I'm sorry. I'm sick of fucking illegal immigrations and I'm pissed off that you're bringing fucking Afghanis in this country. The interpreters who help the United States or anybody who helped the United States in this fucking war, I will give you an olive branch because you have done something that helped our troops to help our mission while we were over there. I will give you that olive branch, but everybody else, I understand that you don't like what's going on in your country. And it kind of brings me back to the American Revolution. Americans got tired of the fucking oppression and shit against England. They got tired of the shit. They got tired of being ruled by a fucking king in another country trying to rule us over here, trying to tax us over here. What the fuck did we do? We rose the fuck up, got arms and kicked ass and took names and created the greatest fucking country that there ever has been. There are 75,000 fucking Taliban fucking people. I guarantee you there are tens of millions of fucking citizens. If you stand by and let 75,000 take you over, you millions, you deserve exactly what they're fucking handling down. You need to fucking get some goddamn balls. And fucking fight them motherfuckers. Fight your own battles. If you love Afghanistan, if you love your fucking country, you gotta stand up and do that shit yourself. Nobody can come in there and fucking clean that shit up for you. You have to want it. You have to do it. You have to organize. And you have to stick to it. But we are gonna have all of this influx of people that are coming over here. Now let me hit you with this last fact. These people are coming over here and this whole operation, everything is going on. Who the fuck do you think is paying for this? Who do you think is paying? Once again, our funds are going to people 
that have no real reason to be over here. No real reason for us to take them out of their countries. And you can say, well, they're being... Per well, you know what? They need a fucking fight. They need a fucking fight. We can't be fighting the world's battle. We're not the world's fucking 911. Fuck that shit. We've been over there for fucking 20 years. And they had 300,000 in their fucking military. And if they fucking car ran away, oh, well. I said it. Oh, fucking well. So you're going to sit here and be on the American tax dollar once again, as if we don't have enough refugees in this country as it is. Quote unquote refugees. We are not a country that takes care of its populace before taking care of everybody else. America is sending money all around the world to all different type of countries for all stupid type of fucking reasons. Remember one of the ones that I talked about in an episode long time ago where they were sending fucking money through the bill that Joe Biden fucking had with fucking transgender fucking issues in fucking Afghanistan. Where's that money at? Oh, that's right. The president left with fucking four calls, uh, four cars full of fucking money. If their president fucking bails the fuck out, gets out and tell the people you're fucking on your own. Come on, folks. It ain't our fucking job to fix that mess. You you all had 20 years to get that shit together. And the moment that we fucking leave, it fucking caves in. That's your fucking problem now. I don't fucking feel sorry for you. Fuck that shit. You all need a man to fuck up, woman to fuck up, and fight these sons of bitches. 75,000 of them. There are millions of you. They only got so many fucking weapons and shit. You all need to use guerrilla fucking tactics and take these motherfuckers down. You allowed them to take over 34 fucking provinces in a fucking week's time. You allowing them to come door to door to kill your fucking neighbor. You allowing them to take over your country. You allowed this shit to happen. You reap what you sow. America is sitting here spending taxpayer fucking dollars on bringing in people when our country is not doing so well. You're asking OPEC to produce more fucking gas and oil to lower gas prices while Americans was building the fucking Keystone Pipeline that would have made America great. We were 90% energy independent. But we're not anymore. Because of you, Joe Biden. So you want to sit there and take our money and pay who? Somebody overseas instead of keeping that money here in America with American jobs that Americans are fucking doing. So you're going to bring refugees over here that are going to get apartments or houses, going to be on fucking food stamps, going to have their rent paid, their electricity paid, all this shit. Do you as a listener, is your shit paid for by the government? Is Uncle Sam paying 100% for your food, water, everything that goes on? Can you go to the fucking hospital or urgent care for fucking free? Unless you got insurance that you're paying for, thus you're paying for that fucking care. You may have a copay to also pay. Those people can go for free. They're going to go to the hospitals. They're going to do everything for free. F-R-E-E. -E. They're going to do it for free. And you're paying for it. You're paying for every time a military aircraft go there and pick up Afghanis. Fuck the Americans, right? Let's load this whole aircraft up with thousands of Afghanis and only fucking 200 fucking Americans. That makes a lot of sense. Those taxpayers are paying for those Afghanis to be on the fucking plane before them. And to be on the plane with them before their own country get them out. You're going to sit here and have all this, this civil fucking, uh, uh, what do you call it? The, the, the civil reserve fleet, air fleet. Commercial airliners sending planes up over there. To these different processing centers or maybe even back into Afghanistan to get them out. To fly them where? To the United States. Every report I've seen today, from England to Australia, everybody, always ended and said that these people are coming to the United States. These flights are going to fucking uh, take them to the United States. That is bullshit. Let's just take everybody refugees in. Let's take everybody who's in a country in a dangerous situation. How about we go to Africa? When's the last time you've seen that in Africa? When's the last time? Those countries are fucking shit, some of them. 
There are warlords fucking head in these countries. These people are living under poverty situations. I ain't never seen a big military operation go into fucking Africa and lift the people out and bring them to the United States in masses like we're seeing in Afghanistan or that we saw in the fall of Saigon. I've never seen that happen in Africa. Never. You see all of the commercials of the fucking starving kids with flies on their face and people rejoicing over fucking rice. That's what we send them, rice. Maybe some medicine. Maybe. Because malaria and all different type of shit, typhoid is running fucking rampant in those countries. We can't even get them clean fucking water in Africa. Private foundations have to. American citizens have to fucking sign up and donate so much money per month to these different causes to get basic shit, education, water, food to these people. But when it comes down to other countries like Afghanistan, why is it that you bring them out? Why don't you help fucking Haiti? Haiti has a situation. They asked for American troops and help down there after their president was killed. I talked about that in a prior episode. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're wrong. But that's what I'm talking about. These countries that are black driven and black run need help. And instead of helping, especially Haiti, when they asked for it, we turned our back. The earthquake happened. We've sent zero dollars and zero cents to that country. Zero. They ain't got no money from America unless they got it from private donors and other nonprofit organizations that are helping out there. Beyond that, the United States hasn't seen uh, sent a single fucking dollar as a government entity there because we're sitting here taking care of the people in Afghanistan. We're getting them out. Fuck your priority. Fuck if you ain't got no job. Fuck your bills. Fuck if you're behind. Fuck everything you are as an American. You are not first priority for the government. Fuck the American citizens in Afghanistan, too. They were not first priority. That's why the British and French troops fucking went in there and got them. Now he wants to sit up there and talk. Well, we getting thousands of. Uh, uh, shut the fuck up, dude. You on vacation. It wasn't a priority to you. It wasn't a priority to him. But you want to give this bullshit speech. And then you want to sit there and throw England under 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 the bus, too. When one of the reporters asks you about sanctions, ladies and gentlemen, this dumb ass, instead of conferring with his his generals and his advisors or whatnot, say, depending on their conduct, depending on their conduct. How old are you? How old are they? I didn't know they were five-year-old kids bidding for fucking gold stars so they can get an extra five minutes of recess or a pizza party at the end of the fucking week. This is the Taliban, a known terrorist fucking organization defined by America and other entities. We've been fighting them for fucking 20 years. Their behavior, their behavior, their actions speak fucking volume. They overthrew the fucking government. They overthrew any local entities. They took over 34 of 34 fucking provinces. They are a terrorist organization installing Sharia law. And if you haven't looked up and defined what Sharia law is, you're wrong. But that's what they're doing. They're terrorists. They're killing fucking their own citizens. They're beating them as they go to the airport. In the embassy alone, a news report came out that there were still documents in there that showed who was a translator. So they have fucking records now of some people who were translators helping us in this 20 year fucking war. And they're going door to door to find these people. You want to bet what their, their behavior is going to be like when they find them. They're not going to smile and congratulate them and give them a fucking gold star. They're going to put a bullet in their head. They're going to kill their whole family. They're going to chop their fucking heads off. And because you are out there talking and telling them that because I don't think you are on good behavior, we're going to hit sanctions against you like England is going to hit you. Did you even confer with England? How you know this reporter didn't get it by hearsay that this is a, 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 um, a type of situation where this is um, intel, classified intelligence. This is what we're thinking about doing. Now you tell them that you are going to fucking put sanctions upon them. What do you think they're going to use to get money then? You still got citizens here. 
as I scrutinize that speech, as you scrutinize that speech and understand that this man was fucking off base and this was one of the worst speeches that he's ever fucking given and that you can tell that he is tired, that he has dementia, he doesn't have the capability physically or mentally to be president of the United States. You understand that he has just cost the lives of many people in the future. Mark your calendars, Mark, that I'm fucking telling you that the Taliban is going to start going after foreigners. They're going to take them hostage because if you block what money that we need to come here, we have leverage because you still got citizens here. We can leverage them on. If you sit here and negotiate it with me or whatnot for the safety of your people, you're going to sit here and negotiate the safety return of your people, too. And you're going to take sanctions off and they all they got to do is outweigh Joe Biden. How many more years you think he got on this earth? I don't wish death upon nobody, but how many years really? In his his condition, how many years you think he got left? And then even if that's not the case, you'll be gone probably before the next three years or at max the three year mark. You're not getting reelected, dude. No fucking way. They are really going to have to steal that. And everybody's going to realize that in the next election. Eighty percent of the fucking general population agree that we need to get out of Afghanistan, but they do not agree with the way that he did it. I told you earlier the fucking plan. The American people do not support how he did it. Yes, we needed to leave, but no, you fucked up the plan. The buck stops with you. No matter what you say going forward, Joe Biden, you are a complete fuck up. This whole thing is a fuck up. You don't want to make the decisions, right? The basic this is a basic decision. You fucked up even thinking it's a basic decision. Nobody asks you what you want to eat for fucking dinner or do you want your ass wiped because you shit yourself. This is not one of those type of decisions. It's not a basic decision. The decision that the presidents make is not a basic fucking decision. It is complex. That's what it is. And you have a whole team that helps you out to get said decision or make said decision because history will remember this. You were on vacation, not once, but twice and three times. That you're sitting here trying to give the pun about the Delta variant. And then he says along the way about quoted women and men. Ladies and gentlemen, it always goes, ladies and gentlemen, men and women. You're trying to do this little woke shit like Trump said yesterday. Woke is shit. Everything that woke touch turns to shit. And he said that to that crowd. Think I'm lying? Right side broadcast? Watch it. Speech. He says woke is shit. And he's right. He's right. State Department telling the fucking Taliban, hey, uh, I know y'all taking over the government. Make sure that women are fucking included inside of it. Fuck the evacuation and everything else that's important. You want to talk. Okay. Okay. Substitute Hillary Clinton wants to sit there and talk about fucking getting girls and women out of the country. Not anybody else. Okay. Justin Trudeau, substitute teacher, whatever. Ladies and gentlemen, I implore you and I challenge you to go listen to that speech that Joe Biden did today as I did. There are many more things other. Uh, um, there are many more things other than what I discussed that that is also notable. I don't want to go through everything that I had because I'll make different parts of this. And that's not my agenda. I just had to do a breaking news to talk about that. And like I said, going further, these type of uh, podcasts, episodes, these breaking news are going to only be on my Patreon. It's going to be exclusive for those who support the channel. It will not be uh, public anymore. So like I said, if you want to follow us, you can follow us on Gitter, G-E-T-T-R dot com. And that's the the Ed Pat, T-H-E-E-D-P-A-T. And you can also go to our Patreon that I just created. It's still in work in progress and you can find it on Uncensored News. And a special shout out again to our sponsor. I'm going to dedicate this episode to William M. This is for you. So if you want to sponsor this this channel, you can monthly by 99 cents, 4.99 or 9.99. So now everybody who's a listener has the opportunity to sponsor this. So for Uncensored News on this special Sunday edition, God bless you. God bless America. 
And I hope you have a good week and see you on the next episode. I'm out.